0: okay welcome everyone to the first no sorry the second episode of no my god we're moving too fast the third episode of conscious connections um i'm your host Alyssa, and today i'm gonna have one of my friends from college her name is ebeth and uh, she is one of my guests because i feel like she has a lot to contribute to the conversation of mental health so ebeth why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself
1: yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me here. Um, hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Ybeth. Um, I did meet Julissa here at Community College um, at Chabot. Uh, we've been friends for a while since then. And so thank you so much for having me here. Um, just a little bit about myself. I did just graduate uh, in June of 2020 in the middle of a pandemic um, from UC Santa Barbara as an English major. Um, my ceremony was online through Zoom. And uh, yeah, I'm currently just focusing on work right now. Um, I don't have really many options with everything being closed down. and where our government's being run everything's
0: up in the air so yeah um, thank you for having me today yeah so um, I actually you know I feel like you have a lot to contribute to the conversation about mental health specifically you know both me and you are pretty much first generation uh, going to college that type of thing uh, so I wanted to bring you on here so you can talk about your experience about how it was to be first generation going to college and graduating and um, how that affected your mental health throughout these process and even till now because you know it's not over you're still gonna go eventually you know back to get I don't know if you're planning to get your master's or higher up so why don't you just go ahead and you know just talk a little bit about that how was your experience from like when you graduated high school and then on to the rest of your college stuff
1: all right thank you yeah um and I don't even know where to start um college was actually one of probably my best experiences ever in my life because Definitely grew me for the better. Um, I learned so much about myself and I totally love the person I am now than what I was when I first graduated high school. Um, so I'm gonna backtrack real quick. I For high school, um, senior year, I did apply to um, 12 schools. Um, I didn't get into any of my UCs or private schools that I wanted to. At the time, my dream school was UC Berkeley, because and not to talk anything about it but i'm not a biggest fan of uc berkeley i just kind of wanted that to be my goal because all my teachers in high school wanted me to go there they think like you gotta strive for the better and uc berkeley's number one um my school has always been uc santa barbara um i was an avid student in high school so when we went to go see um uc santa barbara for the junior trip like that's when i fell in love with that school and that's where like this is where i want to be um for me i personally love the beach i love palm trees i just felt like this is where i need to be but um when i was in high school it's just I, I didn't see myself going to a UC to begin with, being first gen and then a person of color as a Latina, my parents only finishing up to elementary school. It just didn't seem achievable for me. Um, That's why I went the community college route because I feel like I didn't want to settle for East Bay. There's nothing wrong with that school. I love it. If I could do my master's there, which I do have plans on doing so, I I don't know in what yet, but I know for right now I'm just taking a break, Um, just trying to save up money. I know grad school is expensive. I will be applying hopefully to a couple schools in the Bay and then CC Long Beach for sure. Um, But yeah, I did start out with community college. I did three years there and then I transferred to UC Santa Barbara. Um, and I did two years there, so I did take five years to do my uh, bachelor's degree, but like I said, everything was amazing about my experience, literally everything. I grew as a person at Chabot because I didn't know who I was. I had a lot of low self-confidence leaving high school because I thought, oh, community college, I'm such a failure. Uh, My parents always supported in everything that I did, but they didn't really understand, like, what's going on? Like, what am I doing? Like, why am I going to school? For the longest time, my dad just wanted me to be a nurse, and he's like, just go to, like, some vocational nursing school and just do that. Yeah. Yeah, I... Uh, that's not what i want to do first of all i don't even like needles hospitals traumatize me i don't like being there i just think it's a really depressing setting so my respects to our healthcare workers who just have that as a passion you know i really am really thankful for them but yeah that's just that's not me that's not my my direction so um i chose english because my favorite professor at my community college um, persuaded me to be an english major because i love writing i love typing um i got into reading um towards the end of my community college journey. And um, I don't even know what I wanna do with it. It's just, I feel like writing is such an essential skill that everyone should have no matter what field you're in. Because if you don't know how to write and read correctly and grammarly right, like what are you doing? You know, it's just a basic skill that I feel like everyone should have. And English is just even more than that too. It's more like how you see the world, like how you critically think about things too, how you connect things with one another. So English is just so much more than just like the literature, the language. even it's not even also just about the books too it's something i want to make clear to everybody so i'm really passionate about my, my major um at uc santa barbara i think that's where my mental health hit the most because i'm transferring there if I'm honest with y'all, I thought it was probably the worst decision of my life when I got there because my dad, um, <laughs> if I'm being honest with you guys, he got drunk on the first day. Uh, he came with me and we drove to UC Santa Barbara. He helped me move into my apartment and he was so upset. He was just, he couldn't believe it. He's like, my, my daughter's growing and I'm not going to be home anymore. And so um, we went to my uncle's place right after we dropped off my stuff and I was already all settled in. We drove two hours to Santana and my dad just got drunk there and he was just like crying and so upset. And I've never seen my dad so upset before, like super crying and everything. And I just felt bad. I just, I was like, what am I doing? Like, is this even right? And then everything went downhill from there. Like. Um, I have asthma, and my asthma got really bad when I was out there. I haven't had asthma since I was in fourth grade, so I was kind of confused. Like, why is it coming back now? Like, I, every day that I was out there, my uh, for that first, like, few months that I was out there, my chest just felt like a brick was sitting on it, and I could not hold my backpack on my back. Like, that's just simple little thing like that, you know? It was hurting me, and I was like, I I don't know. I felt lost, too, because I just, I don't know. Everything was going bad for me. I didn't like anything that was going on um, I had to go see a therapist because mentally I was not doing okay I remember when I told my mom and my dad like I'm seeing a therapist because uh, not only my, was I financially struggling but I just felt like I had nobody on my side I had no help um, for me so I had to see a therapist and I did for that first quarter the first three months that I was there and um, it was definitely alleviating to have to talk to someone who isn't biased who someone who isn't family? Because I feel like in the Latino household, um, we do have, um, you know, machismo. We do have a lot of patriarchal authority in the household, where sometimes we don't agree with things, and our parents are always trying to dictate our lives no matter what. Um, yeah. So yeah, therapy was very very beneficial for me. Um, I was able to leak out a lot of things that I had bottled up when I was a kid, um, trying to overcome trauma that I thought had already overcame. Um, when I was a kid and yeah, I just, I'm really glad that I did do therapy. Um, UC Santa Barbara does have this program aside from our psychology and um, psychological services that they offer for students. So like if you have the student um, healthcare package, they do offer like a cheaper version of therapy because I do know therapy is expensive. So I was able to have that deal and pay a super like cheap amount just to have like free services for a certain amount of time. So that was really helpful. yeah um oh, after yeah. that I eventually started adjusting when I started making more friends. I started figuring my like I figured out how to navigate through the whole system and like get more comfortable with campus and everything um, by like reaching out to counselors. I think probably one of my highlights of UC Santa Barbara and what helped me with that transition as well is um the transfer the summer transfer program that I did when I first started at Santa Barbara. So it was like the first, I believe, it was like a month before um, school started, before move-in weekend and everything. Uh, this program that they just started that year in 2018 when I had transferred there, that helped me um, like meet new friends and get used to the campus and everything. And while me being in Santa Barbara, I totally forgot, like I have friends. I met these people already. I don't know why am I distancing myself away from that. But I think I was just so focused on my emotions and my family that it was really hard for me to detach from my family. Because um, me, I am... I am um, one of the kids out of four in my family. Um, I'm also the only driver in my family. So my whole life, I've kind of always either been sheltered or always been needed for my family. So for me to just be detached from that and only do me was really hard. Like just so hard. And then I'm also a twin sister. And so my whole life has always been just me and Lorena, me and my sister, me and my sister. It's never been just me, you know. And that now that I have that freedom to just live me and do me was just it was it was a lot it was a lot i was kind of surprised like wow this is what i wanted and now that i have it i'm like whoa like who am i as a person i don't even know who i am anymore you know um so definitely um the therapy helped a lot me navigating Um, through the system with the counselors and help that I got through that summer transfer program, already making friends before getting there and reaching out to them after I did therapy was so helpful because it made me realize like I'm not alone in this. I made some very long lasting friendships through that summer transfer program and the counselors are there for you when you seek it. And unfortunately that is a thing that first generation students that we lack is the lack of support from our family and sometimes even friends, you know? um because especially when they don't even know the system themselves i feel like um college wasn't meant for um, first gens they do invite us and do accept people to make their school look good but i think it's all reputation like that's all they, they look for you know but we are there to defy the odds like us first gens are so driven i feel like we look and search for anything that we set our minds to but that's something we have to do on our own you know and I think what helps you and motivates someone to do so is having making sure and that having that reassurance that we do have someone who's supporting us. We do have someone who will look after us um, or help us navigate whatever we need help on, you know?
0: You know, you made a really, really good point where you said like, it, they just kind of, <laughs> it's kind of funny. They kind of just do it and invite us in to look good. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, I just feel like that's the case. Sometimes certain schools do that. And I feel like maybe, like, at least for me and my experience with school and, you know, we have, like, in a way we have similar stories, but they're also different in certain aspects. But as far as for me, like, I could totally relate to not like being detached from your family is like really really hard especially if you grew up super attached always needing needing to be there for the family being being like the backbone of the family like for me I moved out and like my family just completely felt lost without me and it's funny because I wasn't as far as you were you know you were in Santa Barbara and I was in Hayward but like Hayward to Union City they felt like it was a different world like they thought I died or something like they were just super upset so for, for that, that aspect of like being there with family all the time and I could totally relate. It's, it's hard. And you find yourself so like homesick. You're just like, I am I miss my mom. Like, you know, even though like maybe like, at least for me, like I get in the big ass arguments all the time, but like, I missed her. I even missed my sister who like, because of me moving away, we have like a great relationship. And prior to that, it was horrible, you know? So I totally understand you, but you know, good thing you, you went to therapy because a lot of people can't ask for the help, especially us being like first gen. I feel like we're, like kind of like made to be so independent that when it comes to asking for help oh we have such a hard time asking for help like you know at least that's my experience so god yeah
1: literally my parents when I told my parents that I was taking therapy my parents are like no estás loca you're not crazy like (laughs) I'm taking therapy you don't need therapy it's like The word mental health was never brought up in my family, I had heard it for the first time on my last year at community college, when I heard one of my professors, um, I think during lecture in the middle of it, we were talking about a book I think, or something like that and she brought up mental health and I was like, mental health and the first thing that went through my head was also like like you know actually mental illnesses like schizophrenia or you know like actual illnesses but mental health is literally the simplest like it's literally how healthy your mind is every single day you know like your mindset how healthy is your mindset like what do you invest in you know what do you learn from and stuff like
0: that no and then that's super true like when I was like when I would talk about mental health and like I would talk stuff like that with my family, like they thought I was a little crazy. Cause like I told my mom, like I remember telling her like, Hey mom, I think I have anxiety. Like, cause uh, you know, I think I like my first episode, I mentioned like I went through like a really bad breakup and like it kind of ruined me a little bit for a moment. And I actually developed really bad anxiety. Like I couldn't even go to Starbucks and order my drinks. Like I was so anxious. Like I couldn't do anything. I don't know what was wrong with me. I couldn't even drive. like. And I told my mom, and she just like, no, you don't, you don't have anxiety. You're just like, you're just going through a bad breakup. Like you just need to toughen up. And I'm just like, what? Like I have anxiety, mom. Like I can't order my food when I need to, and like I get really anxious. I feel like I'm dying sometimes. Like, you know. Yeah yeah, I totally like, I like, can connect with that. Like my parents did not understand mental health and they were just like, be tough. Like you got this, like, look at me, look what I went through and I was tough. And I'm like, that's cool for you. But like, I feel like this, and I'm pretty sure if they had someone to talk to, like, you know, we felt good enough telling them, but obviously they were just like, you know, and it's not their fault. It's the way they grew up. You know, they probably weren't like exposed to like any type of, they probably had a lot of people in their family that had mental, like, Like illnesses as far as anxiety and depression, but they didn't even know because no one talked about it in their family. So, I guess, mom.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then I was gonna say that too. I really do blame my, like, my tios, my tias, like all my grandparents and all them. Like, I blame them for not like having those conversations with my parents when they were younger and having them realize that this is a generational issue that we don't need to change. But, you know, change starts with us now. Like, we're in a whole new shift like pivotal moment right now with everything going on that I feel like I'm kind of proud where I am right now, knowing that if I'm ever blessed with kids, like I get to be that change for them, you know, guide them, be that mentor for everything, like FAFSA, helping them apply for colleges, where do they want to go? I'm going to so encourage them to do community college because I don't understand what kind of sicko in their mind think that community college is a bad route. Like my high school um, teachers think that it's not okay my counselor like what like no no i a community college is amazing and also just to support people's decisions in general like if they don't want to go to college let them take that break like school isn't for everybody there's a reason why students don't feel like going to school or even college after because they feel like they're pressured to go right now when they're in high school but if they don't want to go what so be it like they like you have one life you know you have such like a short amount of time we're not here for a long time so like why pressure them into doing something they don't want to do you know college isn't for everybody but also college isn't to make you look good i know some people do it like they pursue phds um they go to grad school because oh i'm gonna make more money but is that really why you're pursuing it or are you doing it because you really want to you know It's all perspective. A lot of the things right now is I feel I blame also social media because everyone wants to flex on social media. They want to look good. They want to make it seem like their lives together. But even like the most like wealthiest adult, I don't know, they they don't even have it together sometimes. They don't know what they're doing. Everything is just kind of like you playing with fire every day sometimes.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree. No, and it's true. Like, you know, like having all these other influences trying to look good and, you know, because it's it's cool okay so it's like you it's you only see the finishing product like you only see Beth on instagram with her degree and like you know a pretty photo but you guys don't see the background stuff like you know everything that you mentioned i'm pretty sure half of the people that you know didn't even know you went through like they're just like whoa you went through that you had to do that but it's always like the finishing stuff and then that's the only time people want to congratulate you when you're going through all this like you know um a lot of like my family they only went up I think my mom graduated high school but then she got (laughs) pregnant with me and then like you know she got married so like very traditional you know got married or whatever and then like honestly my mom never really encouraged me to go to uh, college she was just like oh you're going to college oh okay cool like she didn't even know what I was talking about like she was so like whatever about it and I was just like I guess and I only went really you bet because like at the time who I was dating, recommended I go. See, what would have happened if I didn't even date this person? I wouldn't have even been in college. And you know what, I went with the mentality that I was like, you know, I'ma go for like one semester, try it out, see how I like it. And then I was in Puente and it like completely changed my my world, like you earlier, you said defying the odds, like that's what we're here for. Literally that quote that I heard has been stuck in my head forever. Every time I tell people what I'm doing, I'm, I'm defying the odds, like that's what I'm made for, like that's what I'm here for. And like I love that quote. It's always like gonna stick with me because it just meant so much. When I heard it, I was I was like, oh my god, that's me. Like I'm defying the odds every day by doing these stuff, you know? But like I love everything you said, like I love like how you explained your process. And of course, you know, like let's not forget, like you we could always flex here and there, but the reality is that there's always some type of mental health situation that goes on before you actually achieve anything. Especially, you know, coming as a first gen. So I just want to thank you for, you know, coming to my show and sharing your story. I know like it's a very personal story and I just like, I'm really, I really admire how strong you were through the whole thing because a lot of people, you know, who knows how strong other people would be, you know? And, um, yeah, I just thank you for coming on to my show. And then, um, I'm going to release another show and it's actually like another episode with this girl and she's actually really cool. It's going to be before you, uh, you should listen to her. She talks about mental health as well. And, yeah, so anything else you want to add before we end it? Uh no, I was going to say thank you so much for
1: having me. This is my very first podcast that I ever got to do. So I'm looking forward to more in the future. If you ever want me here, just let me know.
0: Yeah, no, I'm totally gonna, I believe in like bringing people back. So once I grow like more people in my show, I will bring back like the first few people that I had because people are so different from the first episode to the next one. Like I will probably look back and be like, oh my God, did I really sound like that? So I can't wait. So thank you for, you know, being a guest and uh, thank you guys for listening. You know, it really means a lot. Um, I'm doing this more for the community. You know, people like us who didn't have just growing up, we're just average people trying to get through life. And, you know, we don't need to be a big shot to make a podcast. We can just be like a regular person. That's why I think we need to hear more, just regular people going through life, you know, not the success story from there. We need to hear from like, when it's going, when it's happening, you know? So yes. thank you guys for listening. And thank you, Beth, for being part of my show.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you so much, girl.
0: Okay. Thank you guys. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.